Hi, this is Morty Lefko with another edition of the weekly podcast, Conversations with Top Personal Development Bloggers. Every week we have a conversation with a blogger who has a slightly different take on personal development. There's so much valuable material being offered by personal development bloggers. This is the best place to find out which ones might provide you with just what you're looking for. What's unique about each blogger? Why they started writing their blog? How their personal experiences inform their writing? Why you ought to be reading their blog? And lots more. Today I have the pleasure to talk to, Vic, to Vincent Schuyler. Is that my pronouncing your name right? It's Victor Schiller. Victor Schiller. I missed it on both names. Victor That's okay. Schiller. I've been called I've been called worse things, Morty. So that, I'm, that's pretty good. <laughs> Victor Schiller. You, got you don't it. pronounce it S C H I L L. You pronounce S C H U, right? It's spelled S C H U E L L E R, but it's pronounced Schiller, like S C H I L L E R. Victor Schiller. And the name of your blog is. Now, my blog is, is just my name, victorschiller.com. You got it. So that's how we go. So what was the impetus to start uh, your blog, Victor? Well, uh, several years ago, uh, actually, my background is in chiropractic. I went to school for uh, many, many, many years to, uh, with, with the intention of becoming a chiropractor. And I did. I did, did become a chiropractor. And after I got out of chiropractic, college, I went and uh, began working uh, at a chiropractic office. And what I realized pretty quickly when I was working in in the small office that it was, is that it was a very toxic and negative work environment. And it was an environment that I didn't want to be in very much longer. And about the same time, I had a family member who was also going through some difficulty at work. Uh, she was dealing with what some people would classify as a workplace bully, and uh, she was having difficulties. And she was planning, or she was contemplating leaving her her job because of this other individual. And and I, I told my family member, I said, just stay tight, stay where you are. We're going to try to get to the bottom of this. And really, it came down to a, a fundamental question that I had in my mind, which is. Are people really, uh, are, they, are they born on this earth? Are, are we really meant to come here to, to be people who constantly uh, bring out the negative and, and, and emphasize the negative and are drawn to negativity? Or are we meant for something else? And, and I liked to think that people were meant for... Uh, what I would consider better purposes than that, uh, to have positive interactions. But I think, or I was thinking that we kind of lost our way. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know what? I, I want to be part of the solution. I want to help other people who may be struggling with difficult people, or what you would classify as difficult people, uh, or, or dealing with a difficult situation. I want to help people. And, and so that was sort of the start of it. It was just my, my desire to help people who want to reach that higher level of functioning within themselves, that they know that, that they're, not, they're not performing to their full potential or they're not feeling good about themselves when they're, when they're negative or when they're, when they're engaged in negative activities. And, and trying to help people 
by either providing an example, uh, providing information on how they can they can uh, where they can find that that information where they can they can perform at that level that they want to, or to share a story of someone else who's sort of risen above it and uh, and what they've done with themselves as as a positive example for them to follow. Got it. That's interesting. So that was a great background. I mean, a, a, a great impetus to get started. Oh, it was. Absolutely. Yeah. So how long have you been writing it now? Boy, this fall, it's going to be four years. Four years. Okay. And uh, yeah, I started in the fall of 2010 uh, with a very basic, simple blog. And, uh, and it's grown to other things since then. What's your background in personal development? How did how'd you get from chiropractic into into the personal development field. I understand what the motive was, but do you have any particular background or perhaps not? It's just your own experience. Well, it started off as just a, as, an, as an interest, mm -hmm. really. Um, and uh, I actually just had a conversation with someone last week because I was sort of sharing the story of how I got started and how I got into personal development. And it was kind of funny when I, when I looked back at it and as I looked back on it, because really... Uh, some people could say I had no business in it because <laughs> because I didn't have any background. All I all I had was was my personal experience. But I, but I do recall that that first year, especially uh, between 2010 and 2011, I didn't do much except for blog and do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of research, a lot of reading, uh, reading on on culture. Uh, in the workplace and reading on uh, personal development topics and and just trying to trying to sort of find uh, what it was or what my what my niche was and and I did have a strong background and I still do I have a very strong background in neurology and a very strong background in anatomy mm -hmm. and and so I was sort of at first I thought you know. Uh, when I'm when I'm going to go this route with personal development, uh, I'm going to have to kind of just leave that chiropractic stuff behind, and and so as time went on, I kind of realized and kind of you know slapped myself across the face a couple of times, and I thought, you know what, Victor, uh, this approach doesn't make any sense because because they they really do fit together mm -hmm. because our behavior begins with with or depending on on your theories, but the behavior. Uh, uh, the brain is involved in our behavior in sure. some way, somewhere, somehow. And I'm thinking, my gosh, I have a lot to offer with my background that sometimes uh, personal development uh, gurus and, and personal development individuals, they, they talk about the intangibles, the things that you can feel and the things that you can appreciate. And I thought, man, what a, what a wonderful opportunity to to be able to to bring across the the hard scientific part of it, and so as I've grown and evolved over the years, I've kind of been swinging back and forth, uh, but I but I think I'm finally finally honing in on my sweet spot, which is I have a really good background on the hard stuff, the science stuff, and trying to take the the more spiritual and the more intangible topics and kind of meld them together mm -hmm. and and. Approach it from from a sort of appreciation of both both entities, and by doing that, I can talk about why people behave the way they do, 
from a scientific standpoint, but I can also, through the other research and, and background and, and, and what I've learned over the years, uh, bring in that more spiritual aspect and, and merge the two together beautifully. And I've just loved how it's evolved over the years. Very interesting. I've never heard anybody quite describe it that way. Uh, does that include you know, you, one of your interests in brain plasticity? How you cha- actually change the brain's wiring from your with your behavior? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Sure. That's fascinating. I've read three or four books on that, and that's the whole way. That's brain, really brain, cool stuff. Brain plasticity is fascinating stuff. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do you have any specific personal experiences that have been useful in writing your blog as opposed to what you've studied or read or learned? Anything that's changed your life that, that you found has been something very useful in being able to help others? It is, and it's it's uh, it's it's something that I that I uh, at one time was a very very uh, difficult time in my life. But I've actually there actually was was uh, in addition to my experience uh, working as a professional, uh, there there is a a, a deeper backstory that actually uh, sort of melded together with my my experience as a as a professional in the chiropractic realm that sort of uh, helped me begin to understand how uh, the way that we think really affects uh, and, and the way we look at the world, the way we perceive the world, how it affects our behavior, and how we can we can garner a larger understanding of of uh, how we perceive things to change our lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was sixteen years old, uh, my mom and I were we're uh, coming back from a shopping trip. We we used to go shopping quite often, and and this was just a routine uh, shopping trip. And uh, as we were as we were home, we were we weren't more than I don't think uh, ten miles from home. Uh, we were we were traveling on a highway, and uh, a gentleman who was uh, stopped at the stop sign uh, at an intersection. He didn't see us, and he uh, pulled out right in front of us and killed my mother instantly. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. And and I was in the and I was in the car. It was Ooh. just my mother and I and I was in the car and I witnessed the whole thing and I had to watch my mother, you know, pass away right in front of my eyes and it was just just a a, a terrible thing that I had to go through. But, you know, in the master plan of of why we're here and and what we're destined to do and what our purpose in life is, hmm. I, I genuinely believe it had a place in my life. Um I went through about 10 years of depression. Never saw, never sought any any professional help or professional treatment uh, for the depression, um, and that was the time that, that was at the time I was finishing up high school, going into college, and then starting off on my my professional career as a as a, a chiropractic student. And so I was I was right in the middle of the the deepest depths of that depression uh, when I was going through my my um, my undergraduate and then my my postgraduate studies. And I, I tell you, I I I didn't know if I'd ever get out of it. And and one day, I I had I gained a lot of weight. I gained about a hundred pounds. I was I was uh, close to two hundred fifty pounds, and I was just depressed and and I couldn't succeed at anything. It just life was just terrible. And one day uh, in the spring of of two thousand two, out of nowhere, I just looked at myself and. And it was like this this voice was inside of me, it was screaming, it said, Victor, you gotta stop. You, you can't continue to do this, you can't continue to live life this way. You've gotta change 
this is enough. And it was just then and there. I, I got up. I went over to the to the kitchen, grabbed a phone book, called up a gym, and I started. I, I called and said, "How much was your membership?" And went over there, signed up for a year's membership. And within a year, Morty, uh, I went from about weighing about 225 pounds down to 158 pounds. I completely changed my outlook on life. Uh, I started doing much better in school. I started doing better in my social interactions. I felt better. Had more energy, obviously, and it really turned me around. But I could never figure out, never figure out what that was. What that was that just, what was that spark? What was it that that just initiated that change? And and as I've gone through this process of of uh, delving into personal development and, and thinking about human behavior and thinking about the, the neurology and the brain and, and, and all those things, I've begun, begun to sort of reconstruct or re, you know, reverse engineer that whole process, that whole process of change and, and trying to figure out how I dug out of that hole without any, any sort of professional intervention. It was just like that. It just was, it just was the change of a mindset Amazing. very quick. So yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the, the biggest experience that I've drawn Very off good. of that is really that has really uh, been transformative in mm -hmm. this process. Exciting. Very interesting. Sorry to hear about your mom. That was a, obviously a very difficult thing. Oh, I, thank uh, you. I myself uh, survived depression for many years, and it wasn't until I developed my own work for eliminating beliefs that I was able to get rid of it. I wasn't able to turn it around. I had tried therapy and a few other things that didn't work, but... Uh, so I can be very empathetic with uh, with the depressed people who show up. Yeah, that's a phenomenal that you were able to turn around too. You know, you know then you know how difficult that is and 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 how hopeless you feel. You oh, know, yeah. it's just, you can't do anything. You know, yeah, I was just talking to somebody who called just before our our conversation, uh, who's just started doing some work with us, and um, uh, just saying I totally get it. I mean, it's. When you're in the middle of it, nothing you say. There's no words that can that can help. There's nothing you can hold on to. It's just I don't believe it. Uh, until you start coming out of it, when you're out of it, you realize that it's there is another side, and uh, it, it's you can handle it. So, yeah. So it's congratulations to you. Uh, Thank you. What would you say is your typical audience? Have you ever looked at your demographics, male, female, ages, anything like that, countries? Yeah, um, most most of the people that I seem to to attract uh, are are females, mm -hmm. and uh, they're they're between you know the they're in the thirties and forties. That mm -hmm. seems to be the strongest demographic that seems to 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 follow me and read my work. Mm -hmm. Is it primarily U.S.? Is there any other particular countries that are big? Very strongly in the U.S. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other countries. Um, I get a lot of readership in India. Mm -hmm. um, in Canada, um, I would say those are probably the three biggest countries that I draw readership Great. from. Uh, you've talked a lot, uh, so I've got a pretty good sense of where your focus is, but would you say there's a specific essence to your message on the blog? Is there one thing people come away with? Well, uh, I'm not sure what they come away with, but I know what I'm aiming for, okay. <laughs> so I can share that. Uh, really, it goes back to to uh, this this idea that that we've we've been imprinted with with lots of beliefs, and we've been imprinted with lots of of uh, things that we've come to believe to be true, and and that shapes our reality. And and unfortunately for us, uh, many times those perceived truths shape our reality 
in a way that promotes uh, unpleasant outcomes, yeah. unpleasant feelings. Absolutely. And, and also, and also promotes uh, uh, what I what I would uh, deem a a culture of of violent behavior and violent action, whether it's just um, unkind words to each other. Um, and and so so ultimately, my message is is really rooted in helping bring those those beliefs to light, those perceptions, and trying to shatter them as as truths, and say, you know what, this is this is an opinion, or it's it's there's there's no truth in it. It's just it's just dogma, or it's something that has been that has been. Uh, Repeated from generation to generation to, re- to generation, but but it's it's being passed along for for certain reasons, whether it's uh, a fear or whether it's scarcity or whether you name it, and trying to get to the bottom of it and point it out as BS, mm-hmm. and and get people to to discover a higher level of functioning within themselves, to rise above that, to reach a, a new level of functioning, one that promotes. A positive interaction with other people and encouraging other people and and decreasing the amount of violence that we have in our words and our actions toward each other. So basically, helping people dial into that that perfect self that we have within us, but we just have we have gotten away from it because of all of the other things that society has placed in our heads that we've come to believe, and and for whatever reason they're being placed in our heads. Uh, and, and you can go really deep in, into <laughs> where that where that's coming from, but just helping people identify it, and then find a new way of operating, a mm-hmm. new way of living, so that they can rise above that and and live a life full of joy, happiness, peace, contentment, and and satisfaction, knowing that that you're you're dialed into whatever you, your passion is. You sound passionate about it. I'm inspired. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's fun. I get you do. How often do you post, Victor? Uh, right now, I post about once a week. Okay. I, I post once a week. Uh, however, um, I, I, I guess I, you could say I do post about twice a week because every week um, on Fridays, usually, I release a newsletter to my, uh, to my subscribers, my followers. And then in there, I also have an article, which is usually different from, from my usual blog post. So uh, if, you're, if you're checking out my blog, it's once a week. If you're if you're a subscriber, you're a follower on my newsletter, then you get an additional uh, you get an additional article once a week as well. Got it. Uh, do you accept comments on your blog? Absolutely. Yes, do, I do. Do you generally respond to them? I do. I make I make it a point to respond to every single comment when oh, they come in. Okay, good. Um, is there you, you've been talking about what it is that you do, what your focus is, what people get from your blog? Is there any way to sort of uh, frame it in terms of what's unique? If you're aware of any other the personal development bloggers, uh, there's a sense in which a lot of people would say something similar to what you're saying. Uh, what is unique about your blog? What would people get from your blog versus another personal development blogger? I would say uh, where I'm unique uh, compared to other personal development bloggers is that I, I address both sides of the brain, uh, the right and the left side. Mm-hmm. There's 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 hard there's hard science, and the science doesn't always come through, but mm-hmm. it's an understanding of the science. But it's addressing addressing the science and the and, and the the hard 
along with the spirituality and the soft, if you want to call it hard versus soft. But it's, but it's a little bit. It's a little bit of both. Uh, I just. I, I mean, I, I don't just talk about and talk about um, uh, uh, the 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 spiritual side or, or spirituality. I also I also like to, to think about the science and the and and the neurology and and what's driving the behavior. So I sort of try to merge both of those together. Very good. That's real clear. Thank you. What's the single most important thing you've told people that's made a difference in their lives? Has there been any particular message that thinks really had an impact on people? Yeah, I think so. I think I think the message that that seems to resonate well with people is is uh, just just a, a mentality. Uh, there's this pervasive mentality that is uh, rooted in in fear and scarcity, and and while the fear and the scarcity isn't necessarily the the main issue, it's it's our it's our physiological reaction to that mentality. Uh, there's this pervasive mentality that I believe in society where uh, we've been we've been handed down this concept of of uh, I shouldn't say concept. We've been handed down this mentality that you have to be fearful uh, for threats, uh, and you have to look out for threats. Uh, and and trying to get people to understand that if you go back to the caveman days when we were living a life of fear and scarcity, where you did have real threats to your life and food really was scarce and there were scarce resources, understanding that that type of mentality has been handed out from generation to generation to generation to generation because that's what allowed our ancestors to survive. But we're living in a different world now. And and what's happening is we're, we're allowing the threats of, uh, I shouldn't say the threats, we're allowing the violent actions and behaviors of people to be perceived as real life-threatening threats physiologically. So for example, if someone says something to us, they take a dig at us and they say, well, that was a, that was a stupid idea. What, what's happening is we have a physiological response that like we're being threatened. And mm-hmm. so we respond with a stress response. And, and in that stress response, we perpetuate the violence. So getting people to understand how much of our daily actions and behaviors are rooted in this fear and scarcity mentality and getting to understand that it's entirely up to us whether we want to perpetuate that or not has been instrumental in, in turning the corner for a lot of people. One, and actually, it's actually it's a topic of one of the, it's it's sort of a background topic of the the most recent book that I wrote. Oh, wonderful! That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, uh, do you have a specific long term goal for your blog itself? Is there something you'd like your blog itself to accomplish at some point? Uh, really, the blog is is written just to provide people with a uh, sort of a, a a voice that that leads to some uh, sense of calm for them, sense of inspiration. Uh, so, really, I want the blog to just serve as a resource for people who are looking to make a, a change in their life uh, that is a positive change. And and improve and improve their life in a, in a greater way. And that's really the ultimate goal of the blog is just to help people. Okay, uh, you you might have already answered this, but this is just a little bit broader. What's your mission in life, and how does writing a blog contribute to it? 
So you basically wow. said what the blog is, but how does that contribute to what your life is about? <clears throat> really, the the blog the blog fits into my my life mission in that it it provides a, another another uh, another resource for people to to connect with me. But ultimately, the 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 goal of my life goal my life mission is to put an end to what I would what I would call the violent interactions between other people. My my ultimate goal is to facilitate uh, and usher in peace across the world. Mm. Um, that people learn how to talk to each other and interact with each other in a peaceful way. We don't have to go to war. We don't have to we don't have to become violent over our disagreements. It's showing people a way to interact with other people in a way that is completely peaceful and mm. where we can we can live together in harmony. We can all help each other. Nobody's in poverty. Nobody's starving. Nobody's at war. I mean, that's my ultimate life goal. Mm. I'm inspired. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing in the world for helping to create a better world for me and everybody else. Uh, the final question is, I think you've covered everything I can think of as specifics, but uh, is there anything else you'd like our audience to know about you or your blog um, that you haven't covered yet? Well, yeah, if uh, I guess if, if people want to, if, if what I'm saying resonates with you and it sounds sounds interesting to you, um, it, if you go right to my, my blog, my website, uh, I offer what I would call uh, Victor 101. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a free uh, five day e course that I provide for people, and uh, when they when they do that, they basically get the the stuff. When I go out and speak to groups and organizations, it's it's my basic it's my basic message. It's sort of like the core foundation of of what I talk about, what I stand for, and and people are are welcome to get that. It's it's absolutely free, and uh, and uh, also uh, for people who are listening to this interview. Uh, I'd be more than happy to share with them a, a copy of my uh, most recent book. Um, I'll, I'll be able to I'll be happy to share with them a, a free copy of the book. If they go to my website and they, they put in victorschiller.com backslash interview, uh, I'll be happy to share a, a free copy of the book with them there. Great. Thank you. So they're going to go to your website is V-I-C-T-O-R-S-C-H-U-E-L-L-E-R.com. That's that correct. The, that's the blog. Yes. And for a free copy of uh, Victor's latest book, go to Victor, S-C-H-U-E-L-L-E-R.com forward slash uh, interview. You got it. You got it. Thank you so, so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I think that uh, my readers and the readers of a lot of other personal development blogs uh, will find something that interests them in your voice, in what you have to say, and in the particular way in which you say it. And I'm inspired by your mission, and I'm sure that a lot of other people are too. Probably why you've uh, your blog has grown in popularity so well, and uh, so far in only four years. So uh, good luck. I hope it continues to grow as fast, and you're able to reach many, many more people with your inspiring message. Well, thank you, Morty, and it's been a pleasure uh, being with you. And, and thank you so much for for your efforts and your your uh, mission to to sort of. Uh, get people to come together and and explore w really what is out there and 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 some wonderful people uh, 
that that maybe people aren't aware of. And I really thank you for putting this together and putting this project together and and, and making it go. My pleasure. I'm I'm, I'm sure it's going to work out. <laughs> Talk to you later. Sure. Thank you.